Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, <laughs> sister. Please this, come soon. Oh my gosh, he is coming. <laughs> uh, this is Sister Andy Stay. This is Sister Mary Grace. And this is Let Love Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we are diving into a new season. It's the season of Advent. It's the best. It's, it's the kind best. of a favorite. We might be biased, but definite. Listen, before I enter the convent, I have no idea what Advent was. I thought it was just like the build up to Christmas, mm-hmm. but it's a, <laughs> it's a whole season. It's a whole season. Yeah. It's stunningly beautiful. And actually, sister, I just feel like the gift of journeying with others. Yeah. And uh, we're so grateful for those of you joining us mm-hmm. for us to come together and walk this season together. Yeah. Uh, and walk within the deep graces the church holds for us mm-hmm. in this season, this beautiful season. And again, this first episode, why wait? Yeah, right? why? Why this build up to yeah. Christmas? Why this season of waiting and anticipation uh-huh. and longing for that sweet baby Jesus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that comes to us on December 25th. But sister, it's like four weeks. Four weeks. It's it's a big buildup. I mean, what do you wait for for four weeks these days? It's like, <laughs> you're awesome. right. Not much. No, <laughs> not much. I was saying, I even noticed with the letter writing since entering the convent. I mean, the first year I entered, it was like four to six weeks for anything to get to Australia, to the US. Now it's like two weeks and under. I don't know what they're doing, but they're getting it here That's in incredible. literally two weeks. They must have like dolphins running that thing yeah, they must there. i don't know if they'd be fast or you're right but it would look good supersonic dolphins <laughs> swimming from australia to anyway yeah but uh, here we are sister it's like i think we're living in a time where waiting might not have a positive connotation right not at all um if anything it's negative it's like why would you waste time waiting for something mm-hmm. if anything you want to eliminate the waiting mm-hmm. right you don't even you you avoid places where there are a wait if mm-hmm. you know there's a wait line it's like you're going to you're going to go somewhere else yep yeah waiting's totally something to be avoided amen mm-hmm. that being said i don't know have you ever experienced the benefit of waiting yes really yeah <laughs> makes me think of something very simple but uh, again, another another convent cultural experience. But I remember the first time I saw a sister of life making popcorn over the stovetop. Oh, yes. Now, listen, I didn't even know that was a thing. Listen, it's almost first- paraliturgical. <laughs> it's an event. It's, it's- listen, I was worried. When I saw a sister grab, it might even been you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Grab a massive pot and just shake it for like 10, 15 minutes at times. I might be exaggerating, <laughs> but it felt like forever. Of like a massive pot. I mean, there's always, you know, 15 plus sisters. It's a workout. But I was seriously concerned for her safety. I'm like, why (laughs) would you? Yeah, I mean, the risk of being over fire. I'm like, why not just put the bag in the microwave, zap it in 30 seconds, you're done. It's covered in in butter and everything's going to be okay. That was until I tried the popcorn post stovetop. It was unbelievable. It was really good. Might not have been as covered as much butter, but it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's like, actually, that weight was worth it. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Kind of reminds me of, you know, Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. Ah, uh, I mean, honestly, as a kid, it was it was hard because you're watching mom roll out the pies. You're watching her baste that gorgeous turkey like every hour on the hour, and it's yeah. getting more and more golden brown. You're watching her stuff that yum yum stuffing like <laughs> into the bird. Uh, you know, you're frying the giblets. The whole house is filled with these smells and everyone's kind of like meandering around, you know, cool. trying to find something to do with a football game. You go for a little turkey trot. Yeah. Um, 
To distract the growing appetite. There it is. Yeah, and you don't want to eat too much. You want to have a small breakfast, but mm-hmm. you're anyway. And it's hard and challenging. And yet when you sit down for dinner, uh, it's incredible. Cool. It's an event. It's an encounter. It's something you look forward to every single year. Mm. You know, versus the feeling that, you know, you might have just going through a drive-thru, right? Yeah. Getting a chicken sandwich and like it's gone. And right. the experience is different. It's totally different. It's totally different. Huh. But the weight prepares for a deeper experience mm-hmm. of encounter and exchange. Hmm. And I think this kind of gets us on the ramp here yeah. for what Advent is all about. And can't wait to talk about this, mm-hmm. sister. I don't know if you want to kick us off with a prayer. Yeah, let's do it. And then let's do this. Okay. Let's let's walk Advent uh-huh. together. Together. Cool. All righty. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. God, our Father, we thank you and we praise you for this gift of life that you have given us. the love that you allow us to share in with you. We thank you for the gift of Jesus, your son, that you give to us through Advent. And we ask you, Father, in in Jesus' name to send your Holy Spirit into our hearts now as we talk and share about what is this grace-filled season of Advent. We ask you to open our hearts and minds to listen to you, to hear you, and to follow you as we journey with you this Advent. We ask for peace, for your grace, and the grace to wait for you and all the good gifts you're sending. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our Amen. Lady of Waiting. Pray for us. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise I thought we'd ask for help right away. <laughs> Amen, sister. Praise be to God. Yeah. Well, and I love this. Uh, huh. Again, just to, to kick this off, I think three simple questions. Yeah. First, you know, what's the meaning of Advent? You know, what's... What's the church hold out to us in this season? Second, you know, you know, what is the gift of Advent for us? Because hmm. uh, there's a huge gift. Yeah. And yes, Jesus comes, and yet the whole uh, reality uh, towards that is a gift in itself yep. and unpacking that reality. And then, yeah, living Advent with Mary. Mm-hmm. And I think unpacking that just a, just a bit as we begin this awesome season yep. of Advent. But I think, right, what is Advent mm-hmm. in itself? Mm-hmm. Advent means coming. Coming. Uh, it's a season of preparation for the coming of Jesus, mm-hmm. our Savior. It's this season marked by desire, thirst, mm-hmm. longing. You know, it's this special time in which we're reminded, yeah, I need a Savior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really do. And I rejoice that I have one. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I'm waiting because I know there is someone yeah. who has come yeah. and who loves me and wants to save me. Yeah. In There's a point to this journey. We're on a journey and it's it's going somewhere, just hearing that. That's it, sister. Yeah, we're on our way. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it is. It's um, I kind of like structure. You want to tell you about yeah. the structure? Yeah, please tell me everything. <laughs> What's it look like? Well, and again, sometimes, you know, runners like to train, you know, for these uh-huh. these things, but it's broken up into four weeks, mm-hmm. okay? So the first two weeks, we ponder Christ's second coming, right? We're told to stay alert. Um, we don't know when he's coming. We remain vigilant. Mm-hmm. We awaken our spiritual senses, turn ourselves to the Lord. And then that second half, we like turn the corner. Mm-hmm. And it's this joyful anticipation of the coming of our Savior, you know, Jesus at Christmas, that that third Sunday, Gaudate Sunday, 
uh, where yeah we see the rose colored mm-hmm. vestments right yeah um and we and we rejoice we rejoice that we have uh, a savior uh, to look to to anticipate and then yeah that last week of advent uh we're talking in uh, that o come o come emmanuel mm-hmm. singing those o antiphons uh, yeah, it's like the final stretch. There it is. Mm-hmm. Praying with Mary's heart. It's so rich. That's Advent in a nutshell. Yeah. I don't know, sister. What else would you yeah. throw onto that as far as this season of Advent? Yeah, it's awesome. Such a journey. Gosh. Well, it makes me think too, just even the fact that we're looking towards Jesus's birth in real time. You know, when um, the Holy Family hold him, it's like Advent started at his conception. You know, um, when the Blessed Mother said yes to the to the angel. Um, and it's cool to think that as we begin Advent, it already begins with an answer, you know, that, um, you know, at Annunciation, think about it, Blessed Mother was given promises, but she wasn't given a program. You know, <laughs> she awesome. literally like, again, the promise of that, that Jesus would come, that the King would reign forever, that God would do all these wonderful things. And she didn't get the detailed list of how that was going to unfold. But her yes brought him into her being, mm-hmm. you know, and just this living faith through Advent as we look forward to Jesus coming um, in all the mystery and uh, everything that it entails, the waiting, the longing that God has already answered uh, at the beginning, that he's with us during this journey. It's not just a looking to a finale at the end of it. It's like there are graces all along the way. Uh, and that's what I love about Advent. I mean, surprising coming to the convent too and like really living it for the first time, which is so exciting that everyone's mm-hmm. able to join us in a particular way to think that we're all going to walk this together. Uh, but just the gift that the gift begins during this time too, at the beginning, it's in the midst of the waiting, you know, uh, it's not just the end of the story. It's the whole way there, Amen. Uh, which is cool to see what God wants to do this Advent. Oh, sister, that is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, and even as you speak, it's kind of like, whoa, this hush comes into my yeah. heart. And like, and I think that's Advent. And I think that's why everyone mm. innately loves it, right? We innately are like, yeah, let's pull back. Let's yeah. get quiet. Let's, um, Mother Mary Francis speaks of this season as folding our wings, cool. you know, as a bird, you know, they got to soar, they got to flap around, they got to get their food, but there's also, they got to tuck in and yeah. kind of nest, fold those wings pull into the depths of the heart and prepare, prepare mm-hmm. him room. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many Christmas carols, when you really start listening to those lyrics. Listen, they're loaded. They're loaded. It's like Catholicism 101. There it is. You look close. Isn't yeah. it powerful? It's not just about bells. Nope. They're, they're awesome. <laughs> they're <laughs> catechesis. Yeah. Prepare him room. Listen. And this season gives us that yep. opportunity because the Christian pilgrimage is all about more, mm-hmm. more of Christ's life in my own and expanding my capacity to share my life with him yeah. so that I can, yes, as we step into eternity and that eternal communion, we roll right into um, the freedom towards that. Mm-hmm. And we want to be growing that capacity every single day of our life. And the fact that the church says, let's pull it back. Yeah. Let's just be intentional. Mm-hmm. Let's prepare to receive the greatest gift yeah. that we've received, mm-hmm. any of us have ever received, mm-hmm. which is a Savior, which is Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. our Lord, who has given himself to us in a way that is so approachable, so mm. simple, so humble, mm. and in, in a, as an infant, mm. you know, the sweet baby Jesus, who, who can be guarded yeah, in front of a gift like that? Yeah. Uh, that he has come mm. and he is coming. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and here it is. I think it brings us to our second question. Mm. Um, you know, how is this a gift for us, mm -hmm. this season of waiting? Mm -hmm. um, how is Advent for us? Mm -hmm. Well, I think, I think even just as you're talking too, like the first gift that we actually start by looking at the end, it's like this is the time where we reorient our whole hearts and life to like what are we here for? Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like at the beginning it's – Yes, it's Christmas, but it's we're actually looking forward to the whole point of our lives, and that's to be with Jesus forever. It's not just a earthly reality. Like we're looking up to what this whole thing's about, which is why it's such a season of hope too. It's like, hey, pause. We are made for eternity. This mm. is not the end of the story. Uh, there's meaning and purpose to our lives, and uh, you can access that meaning now, live it now, um, but without forgetting that we're made for eternity. Um, so even just the gift it is that we, once a year, we stop and be like, Hey, heads up, there's more to come. Um, and what a gift that is, first of all, to remember who we are mm -hmm. made for communion, uh, in this time of Advent, but eternally as well, God wants all of us. And when we realize that we can begin to open our hearts to this reality growing in the now, mm. you know, of Jesus, like in the womb of Mary, he grows slowly, you know, he, um, occupies more and more of her heart and her womb as she journeys along. Uh, and the same too with us in Advent. It's like Jesus wants to occupy every space of our heart. Um, so the gift it is to remember who we are and where we're going, yes. where we're going, just to pause there. That is so awesome. Yeah. Sister, amen. Mm -hmm. Well, and even as you're speaking, it's like Advent, uh, yes, um, and these weeks leading up to Christmas, yeah. I think the first thing we do on a natural level is start making a Christmas list, right? Of course, right. Right. Who what am I going to make gifts for? Oh, I mean for other people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good of you, sister. No, that too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What do I want? Yeah. And yeah, what do I want to give for others? Right, of course. And I actually, and this is how Advent can be such a tremendous gift for us, is yeah. making that list. Mm -hmm. Um you know, we all know that at the end of Advent, we're going to receive Christ. Mm. We're going to receive Jesus. He's coming. Our Savior is coming. Amen. And conversely, I love praying about this as I begin the season of Advent. Um, what do you want your gift to be for Jesus? Hmm. What gift do you want to give Jesus? Nice. And thinking about, you know what? He appreciates different types of gifts, I <laughs> think, our Lord, right? Like, hmm. We might think, you know, I want to give him um, all my good deeds and all the things I do well and, mm -hmm. you know, all the ways I pray my prayer is really good. No, that's not what he wants. Mm -hmm. um, he wants He wants you. And he wants you, particularly where you're poor, mm -hmm. where you're vulnerable, where you need a savior, uh, where you need a new beginning, uh, where you feel totally stuck. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I love thinking about gift ideas. What are some great gift ideas? how would I give him expectant hope, mm. right? Um, to look, turn away from habits of despair or mm -hmm. um, self-condemnation or discouragement and turn to him in expectant hope that, mm -hmm. no, you're my savior, Jesus, and you can save me. Mm. Um, how about faith in my poverty? Faith in him. I, could, I can give that every single day of Advent and, whoa, expand my capacity to receive him on the day of Christmas. I could give him the gift of a grateful heart, a recollected heart, a peaceful heart, hmm. um, greater interior silence, a way of responding to myself that is more akin to the way that God responds to me hmm. in love, in kindness, in tenderness, in in hope, 
and in love. Um, you know, I think it's so easy to be self-critical, um, mm. self-condemning, yeah. um, to enter into spirits of self-negation. Mm. God doesn't want that. He wants us to be fully alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so gift ideas for Jesus, right? They're a little unique. And this this whole thing's a little bit different and maybe mm-hmm. a little bit inside out and upside down of what uh, what the commercial Christmas uh, might sell. Yeah. I love that because I don't, I mean, I've never thought of that before, like giving giving Jesus the spaces that I need him to come into as it. well. That's it, sister. Like you, even the, even the things that we want to be more, we desire different. It's like they're places that Jesus delights to come to. Amen. Like he, I hear in you too, it's like he waits all the more that we give him permission to come to those places. You know, that he, his waiting is... Um, even even so much far deeper than ours that he waits for these places. Yeah. He waits for us to let him into these places that we are, are proud of and not so proud of, that mm-hmm. he awaits us to let him come, yeah. especially the places that we have a space for him to come, that I, I need the other to come there. I need him to um, take or be with me in this place that I can't even, I can't even give. Yeah, sister. Hmm. Well, and to rest in the reality that what does Jesus want? For Christmas, he wants you. Hmm. He wants you. And for all those listening, to rest in that, to imagine that, to actually take that seriously. Jesus wants you, all of you. Mm-hmm. That's why he's coming. He's yeah. coming for you. Yeah. Like he's descending from like his father's bosom. I mean, life is pretty darn good in the bosom of the father, yeah. right? yeah he's obediently coming and he is in a sense surrendering all of his glory to come down to be with us Mm. uh, to take on our flesh to Mm. take on the burdens uh, and the experience of humanity and to give us himself Mm. he wants you Mm. i love um i i wonder if i've mentioned it before because i i just love it and it's probably worth mentioning again but it's that um you know, the little drummer boy. Mm. Classic. <laughs> have you heard that one? I have. Right? You might need to remind me how it goes. The Parappa Pum Pum. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a crowd seller. All ages. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's awesome. I don't think I actually listened to the lyrics huh. until I was in my 20s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as a kid, it was just like, Parappa Pum Pum. Yeah, it's the chorus that you know, steals the show. <laughs> it's true. That's my favorite song. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the lyrics to that song, yeah. Come They Told Me. A newborn king to see. Our finest gifts we bring to lay before the king, so to honor him when we come. Little baby, I am a poor boy too. I have no gift to bring that's fit to give a king. Shall I play for you on my drum? Mary nodded. The ox and lamb kept time. I played my drum for him. I played my best for him. Then he smiled at me, me and my drum. Mm. So beautiful. Like yeah. to imagine ourselves as a child, a little child, a little boy, a little girl approaching hmm. the infant Christ in the manger and being willing to, yes, give him our poor little gift of ourselves hmm. um, and how much that will delight the heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And why is Advent so awesome? Is it prepares us, it draws us into um the practice, the exercise, the initiative in that way. Mm. Like, I'm bringing myself to you, Jesus. 
because I want to receive the fullness of the gifts that you are going to be giving me come Christmas time. That's awesome. You think about kiddos, it's like they don't they don't have high standards of mm. how to be appreciated. I mean, kids just want to be held. They just want you to come close. They just want you to love them, to hold them, to be with them. And uh, mm. it's amazing that God chose this way to reveal himself. You can't not approach a little vulnerable baby, mm. you know, and the sight of that draws our hearts in a way that uh, you know, you don't have to have all the right answers or the right words to approach. You don't have to have the perfect posture. It's just to be drawn in the very in the very way that each one of us is, just as we are, to hold, to be present. Um, he keeps it simple for us. Simplicity. Yeah. And I think that brings us, sister, actually, to our, our third question. Um, you know, thinking about Mary's Advent mm. and the summons to wait with her. Cool. And I think Advent well-lived is walking with Our Lady. That's awesome. You know, yeah. that she is a good mother. And in the same way that she mothered the Christ child, mm. she'll mother us, mm-hmm. she'll carry us, and that we can learn so much from her mm-hmm. as we think about her first advent. Can yes. you imagine this? Yeah. As you were saying, sister, like to follow a promise. Right. Not a program. Yeah. She was daring in total mm-hmm. faith, hope, mm-hmm. love. You know, she... Mercy. When you start unpacking the story, yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. No other story to compare it to. It's not like, you know, Susie down the road had this experience three years ago. It's like, <laughs> yeah. just, just, just yeah. you can't compare it. There's, it's a first. It's a, it's a first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. But it's cool because it makes me think too of like, um, just like why, like what is God doing when we're waiting? You know, is God kind of like also standing by or like what's God's activity when we're in this time of waiting? Um, and I think it's it's so different to how we, you know, as we're saying, like we wait in the world. It's kind of like you can have an experience sometime that you're on standby until answers come or you're kind of hanging around solitary until things work out. But Advent, Blessed Mother, from the beginning, as we're saying like this, these promises that were made to her were manifested as she received them. Mm-hmm. The promise was with her, that Jesus became enfleshed in her, and he began to grow, which tells us that God doesn't hold back in the waiting. It's not like he's on standby and he waits till de- December 25th to give you baby Jesus. It's like mm-hmm. Jesus was given from the beginning, and that act of faith of Blessed Mother to believe in his promises makes him present now. Oh, that he's awesome. with us, that he, um, you know, it's like God is saving us 100% of the time, 100% of the time he's loving us, 100% of the time he's sending us his grace, 100% of the time he's making every effort to be with us, to speak to us, to communicate to us, to call us closer to himself. Um, and But it's cool because there are particular times that God chooses to manifest mm-hmm. his life and love in our lives mm-hmm. at different times. And Christmas is one of them. You know, it's the buildup, but there is particular moments, and we could all look back at different moments in our time where we can see God chose to reveal that grace then. Uh, and Christmas and Advent is a guaranteed time where we see God choose again to make his love manifest in a particular and personal way in Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, which is amazing because it's, I mean, it even tells us about who we are, that God has chosen each one of us to be now to live now um, uh, in all the gifts and gaps that each one of us have, that we have been chosen Mm. uh, and chosen again and again at every moment. Uh, Otherwise, we wouldn't be if we weren't a choice of God. Um, So it's cool to see her live that. Wow, sister. Mm. 
Oh, I love it. Well, it it kind of draws me into right walking with with Mary mm. in Advent is walking with faith. Right, and faith can be a stretch. Right, yeah. that in and through faith we're touching God, we're in contact with Him, mm-hmm. but we're also being stretched. Uh, beyond, right? Uh, we're walking on water. Oh, yeah. The womb is expanding. <laughs> the womb is expanding. He's, he's making his place. The yeah. mystery is expanding. It's unfolding. I mean, and again, like that Advent can be a challenging time. I know as a religious, to be honest, mm. Advent for me, interiorly, personally, is usually harder than Lent. Huh. Right? Wow. Yeah. I mean, Lent, right? You didn't think of that right away. Prayer, mm. fasting, sacrifices. There's a discipline. There's a program. The church gives. There is a program for yeah. Lent, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Uh-huh. Advent, it's like you step out and it's like this, this journey of faith mm-hmm. towards Christmas and this journey to trust as the Lord opens your heart, rends your heart open um, so that new possibilities in Christ can be born, hmm. that new life in Christ can can grow cool. and be nurtured. Um, that, oh my gosh, it's like the Lord, it's like, mm, he finds those little corners. He finds yeah. those little places of darkness. He crashes the manger of my heart, right? Mm, that cold, like that. dank nice. place with yeah. the, all the livestock, you know? He's like, that's where I want to come. Mm. I want to come right there. The places that... We might hold him at arm's length. He's yeah. like, that's where I want to come in. And even mm. like if you think about Mary, right? You spoke about the Annunciation. Mm. Joyful, right? Her visitation to Elizabeth, her beautiful Magnificat. But then the temptation that we can have on a journey of faith. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know what Mary suffered in that. You know, her pregnancy is is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was encompassed by the life of the Spirit. And mm-hmm. here she's carrying this new divine life within her. Yeah. What are going to... What are people going to say? Mm-hmm. What would Joseph say? Is he going to believe her, receive her? You know, then the, a census is called, and now she's like bouncing around on a donkey. Yeah, she's like eight months pregnant. <laughs> like that's uncomfortable. That's crazy. Yeah, and her trusting. Okay, Lord, I guess this is your will. This is your way. Yeah. Um, your promise is going to come through for me. Yeah. Through this crazy ride. Um, then there was no room. There's no room at the end. Yeah. Right. Like. No room for the Son of God? Mm. Like, what? Mm. I mean, honestly. It's kind of like all their plans went wrong. Literally, at every point, you could be like, she could never have anticipated that. You know, life's out of control as she follows Jesus' promises. (laughs) It was a huge dare. Yeah. I mean, a huge dare in faith. Yep. And in a sense, I love this. Poverty, humility, vulnerability. These were not enemies for Mary. Mm. She treasured these. Mm. Um, These were opportunities to to trust in the promise, to believe, to surrender uh, to this mystery unfolding in her life towards being able Mm. to receive the Christ child Mm. come Christmas time. So faith, I think. I love that. If we're going to walk with Mary, Mm. we're going to walk in faith. And what I hear too is like walking with Mary and she's like constantly watching these promises be fulfilled by unfolding in the way that God allows them to. You know, just this this stance that's like trusting that God is going to work through the strange and extraordinary circumstances mm-hmm. as they are. It's, <clears throat> excuse me, but it's kind of like this posture of faith that's trusting that someone is seeing this plan unfold in mm-hmm. His way, and uh, and that actually nothing's casual or small. Nothing's kind of out of the picture. It's like everything that I'm experiencing in my life, God is still faithful, and actually is working through that very. 
strange ordeal. You know, the fact that the donkey's part of it and um, Mm -hmm. that they can't Mm -hmm. find a place to stay. Like all these odd details where you're like, what in the world do they have to do with these promises being fulfilled? Uh, and how often can we say that in our own lives and like, wow, this, what is happening right now? Like, God, how are you fulfilling your promise to me in this place? How does this make sense? How is this for my good? Mm-hmm. Which we aren't always, it's like the mystery of Advent. Jesus is hidden. Amen. She can't always see him. And probably for a long time in pregnancy could not feel him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet this walk of faith that God is going to be faithful. Um, and I'll still, I will see his promises manifested at some point. But Advent is waiting and trusting that yeah. he's going to do it in his way uh, and actually dialoguing with him in the way like, how are you going to fulfill this one? Like, what are you doing here, Lord? Uh, what next? Uh, where are we going to travel to next? Like just this posture of being in a um, faith-filled relationship with Jesus on the way uh, as he fulfills the promises he makes to her. It's stunning, sister. Well, and I think it emphasizes, yes, her faith, and yet what made her great and what her, made her free to yeah. walk this way in this mystery was her humility, mm. you know, her lowliness. That Advent is a season to get small, mm. uh, not to resist in arrogance and pride, but to get small, mm. um, small like a child, um, small and humble and mm. meek uh, like Our Lady, right? She was willing to receive this. Mm. And I think that's a huge dare in Advent too, um, to say, okay, Lord, I'm not going to try to control this. I'm not going to try to overwork it, overplan it. Hands off. Hands off. It's like, I want to receive this season as a gift. Mm. Uh, I want to receive your grace towards preparing my heart to making room in my heart uh, for you, Jesus. Cool. And uh, surrendering to that. But it takes, it takes me humility. Um, mm-hmm. there's so much more, sister, but it's oh like, my gosh. oh my we're gosh, getting started. But we started next. Yeah. <laughs> we've hardly started. Yeah. That's why we get another episode next it's week. Nice. So I guess before we go, sister, do you have like a challenge? We've got good souls kicking off a season mm-hmm. here of Advent and we want to live towards the deepest, richest, bestest Christmas. I love that. Possible. Bestest ever. Advent and 22. Advent 22. Let's do it together. Here we are. <laughs> What would you? Yeah. What would you say? You know, oh, gosh, thinking about it now, I would just, I would just want to ask for the grace to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and us particularly that of Mary, who did it well, who knows how to do it, uh, to really ask to share in Mary's waiting, and just to recognize that it is a grace. Mm-hmm. It's, and a lot of the time, it feels more unnatural than natural to wait for something is hard. Uh, but really, just asking, Mary, help me wait today. Uh, Mary, help me wait today. Um, yeah, and trust, trusting ourselves to her this this Advent that she is going to lead us through this way. Share with us your wait, Mary. That's beautiful, sister. Mm. Whoa, the grace to wait. What about you, Sister Amy's Day? What would your challenge be this Advent? Well, I know uh, as I approach Advent, mm. I really like to sit down and pray, you know, and, and, and pull back and say, okay, Lord, um, how do you want to lead me? in this season, in this time of grace, you know, what's the gift that you're asking me to give to you? You know, the gift of myself, you know, expectant hope, faith, you know, this, this place where I feel poor, Mm. whatever it is. And, um, and the means towards that, right. Um, stepping into faith, stepping into a deeper interior silence, Mm. stepping into uh, a posture of humility, 
before the Lord's ways. And within that, I would ask the grace of discernment. Because I think we are living in a culture that, yes, Christmas is very commercial, right? Mm. Uh, Christmas songs are on the radio like before Halloween. Yeah, uh, right. It's wild. And there's this constant pressure to buy and to prepare. And all of a sudden, Advent's over and Christmas is gone. Mm. And you're like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so to really pray for the, the grace of discernment and to ask yourself, how can I live Advent more deeply, more mm. prayerfully. Uh, maybe it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait to buy my Christmas presents until, you know, the weekend before Christmas. Mm. And that might be a huge act of faith. Um, but you know what? Maybe maybe that's what you need to kind of mind and step deeply into the Advent season. Maybe you're going to dare to not listen to Christmas music mm. until Ooh. the Christmas season. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. But you know what? There's a lot of beautiful Advent music. Absolutely. I love Advent music. And this is the only four weeks you get to live. That's true. You get to listen to it. Yeah. There's some good ones. Oh, my gosh. Good weeks to listen to Advent. And all of it will cultivate longing in your heart, that uh, that that deeper place that you mm. want to cultivate to welcome uh, the baby Jesus. And then you've got the whole Christmas season. That's the good news. Yeah. The Christmas season is waiting for us. Mm -hmm. And culturally, actually the church kind of, it's in a contrast, right? Mm -hmm. Because the four weeks of Advent, um, we're moving towards Christmas mm -hmm. and then the Christmas season, uh, we've got a whole octave. Oh yeah. Eight days of Christmas. Yeah. And then a whole Christmas season uh -huh. to listen to the, the Christmas carols and celebrate this incredible mystery. Oh yeah, there's no uh, shortage Christmas. of celebrating on the other end. There oh, my it is, goodness. right? Once it starts. So, out. yeah, I would say yeah. the gift of discernment cool. um, to make the hard yeses. Uh, and and yeah, not, those tiny changes make a huge difference. That's it. Oh gosh. That's yeah. it. You, know, you don't have to make little a choices. thousand, mm -hmm. but one or two little acts of courage mm. that help you uh, each day to be present to the invitation mm -hmm. that God is going to extend in and through this incredible season. That's awesome. Pressure's off. It's on him. It's on him. He's got to plan this Advent. That's it. We're, we're in for the ride. Oh, my gosh. Well, cool. listen, I'm going to close this down with a prayer. Let's do it, sister. And um, amen. Mm -hmm. may, may God's Holy Spirit anoint this time for all of us. Mm -hmm. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we come to you as your children, as your sons and daughters as uh, hearts begging for the grace of hope in you, of trust in you, of deeper faith in you, hearts asking for the grace to prepare a place for your gift of your son to rest, to come, to bring new life, uh, to bring the fullness of himself and of his saving power. We come to you with hearts begging, uh, begging for that light, to pierce through our darkness, uh, for the hope who is your son, Jesus Christ, to uh, break through uh, the discouragement, the despair, uh, the darkness of our hearts. Blessed Mother, pray and intercede for us. Give us your faith, your faith in Christ, your faith in the promises of God. And we ask you to pray for us in a special way as we journey in this season of Advent together, and say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Advent, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. I'm so glad we have so many friends with us this Advent. This is awesome. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool and to I, do this together, actually. And I feel in it. In real time. Right? Mm. Uh, to be able to pray for each other, to encourage yeah. each other, and uh, to be together on yeah. this road uh, towards Christmas. For sure. Such a gift. Amen. We'll see you all soon. See you soon. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.